0: Welcome back to the Krabby Club podcast. I'm your host Jesus, and today we're going to be talking about the future of Pokemon investing. So I got a story for you. So I was at a certain store called Player Draw at Arizona. It's where it's a complete card shop for Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, and Pokemon. They have all kinds of kind of stuff. It's from new to old. To completely vintage. And they have a lot of cool stuff. And we went there after I got my friends. uh, Jeremy, Kayla, and Matthias. You've probably seen them in uh, vlogs or whatever I posted. (laughs) And they were getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! I I got them and finally after persisting. They finally fell into the cult of Yu-Gi-Oh! And... Yeah, um, my friend Jeremy, he's building virtual worlds. He decided to build them before they were tier. And now I think he's going to Mass Heroes. And then my friend Kayla is going over to Spirit Charmers or Dragon Maids. And then my friend Matthias is thinking about Cyber Dragons. Really big issue there, but Cyber Dragons. But. <laughs> and. It's not bad. I I really enjoyed that they're getting to you got finally get to play against more people. But we were there in a few 30 minutes before they closed. I felt bad, but you know, gotta do what you gotta do to get those cards. And we went over, we were buying the cards, and there was these two um fat Mexicans and before you say anything i'm a mexican too so i can say that got that i can say it so they were talking to the uh owner and they were like oh would you do 300 for it it's like no 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 it was like 350 no 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 they were neg- trying to negotiate i didn't know the price of the box so for me they were just saying nonsense um but knowing that they usually do have their per- f- prices re- really fair, then, yeah, uh I mean, I would consider it. So, they had a Shining Legends ETB. For anyone that doesn't know, Elite Trainer Box. It came out during the Sun and Moon era, and had a lot of shinies, really good art, and all that kind of stuff. I personally still own my prototype Mewtwo, before you call it oh it's actually mewtwo blah blah no it you it was called by the community prototype mewtwo before it had even been released and after it got released. If you guys are calling it something something else then you're wrong. Okay prototype Mewtwo sounds way better than whatever you freaking calling it. And so well so they were talking about Pokemon and eventually I brought up oh so you uh, you like uh, playing Pokemon? And it was like, nah, we just like buying and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. And and it was like, oh, you're trying to pick up an ETB? I was like, oh yeah, but he only he wants like four hundred for it. But I I told him like, well, if you're investing, I would recommend you pick up these two boxes because they have promos and that. If PSA'd they will grow grow in price over time because they won't long would they won't ever be printed again until probably twenty years from now. And I told him pick up the Cosmic Eclipse because it has a promo. And what was the other one? I can't remember. It was another promo one. It wasn't it was a sa- it was a main set. I know it wasn't Champion's Path. I eventually noticed the Champions Path right under the, the shining uh, legends box, but it was come. It was Zapdos box, Zapdos uh, with Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno. If I recall, that has also a promo card inside. So I told him, hey, you should pick those two up and get those promo card graded because they will go up in price. And then I eventually, oh, they also have cha- champions path. You should also pick that one up. Because it has a promo that is going up in price. And you may pull up Charizard. So you could even get more out of it. And they didn't end up buying anything. But they were like, oh wow, so you play Pokemon. And I was like, yeah. I used to play back when Sun and Moon. I built this deck that was technically tier. But no one had... When I built my deck... I think outside the box see to see the fastest way possible to build it make it stronger and do all this i start from one card i really like and i modify it the hell out of the deck to build the ultimate pokemon deck and that's what i did i built the ultimate top of deck and way better than any of the ones you had seen on youtube i gotta say because mine you could prob- you could set it up by turn 1 or turn 2 if pulled the right cards that's how good it was and my friend uh Stardewist 200 also known as Juan <laughs> would if i asked him he would probably say the same thing i was like yeah i hated that deck because he used the Malmar deck that i reviewed a way back so and also improved so yeah i'm, I'm not too bad at building decks but, they were talking and they asked, oh, so you play Pokemon, blah, blah. I gave them the answer. I built this deck. And they were like, oh, so you collect as well? I was like, yeah, I own the prototype Mewtwo. It's around $100 now. It's not PSA, but I don't... I'm not thinking about getting graded because I'm probably just going to keep them. And then I also own uh, other stuff. And, oh, you said like, oh, I also have a... When I mentioned the Mewtwo, it was like, hey, I'll trade you that for my fat Pikachu for like 70 bucks. I was like, wait, what? That makes no sense. Because first of all, that would be 170 right there, okay? And if I'm correct, the hyper rare fat Pikachu is $300. And they're still missing a large margin of money there. I'm not going to give you nothing for that. First of all, I don't like Pikachu. I don't want that shit. Mewtwo, that Mewtwo isn't my favorite, but that car looks awesome. The technically, if you had a Feraligator, then, then we're talking. But you don't. Because I know they didn't. Because it's, it's so, I'll explain a little bit forward in the story. And I told them, well, if you want to invest that hard, then you should look into other sets. And I told them that at one point, there was a game called Pokemon Rumble. And eventually Pokemon Rumble during um, 2010-ish, yeah, 2000-ish or 2007, they released a game, a physical card game version called Pokemon Rumble TCG. And it came with 15 cards and the box used to be $10. And then when I bought it over two years ago, being now three, it was worth 50 bucks. And then two years after I bought it, it was actually worth from 500 to $1,000 sealed or opened. And I was surprised. I told them all that. And I told them like, if you PSA grade everything and even sold the empty box, you could still make money. And you could probably make almost triple the amount because some of the cards have never gotten PSA 10s Or haven't gotten PSA'd. So you probably should. If you could. And I told them. That they should. uh, They should look into it. That's why I tell people. And I mean if they take my advice. Or don't. It's like whatever. The cards are really cheap. And if you invest in it. Great. If you don't. Don't. But. The moment his friend was like, "Oh, I, uh, uh I mentioned something about the cards," uh, when I said about the, my collection of those cards, and that I had uh, also the shiny requisa that he wanted, he was like, "Oh, I'll give you this card, this plant thing." He was like, "I was like plant thing," and shows us the card, and it was Gardevoir my friend Jeremy, it was like, that's Gardevoir. I was about, well, I was gonna say it, but I was like literally dumbstruck of their stupidity that they couldn't even read their name. It's like it says Gardevoir right there on the damn card. And that's why when they said that, I was like, I hope they never invest in Pokemon cards. I was like, these these are people that saw either Jake Paul or some other people investing cards or saw that you could make money off of it and now are buying i saw a kid buying um who knows how many champions box um elite trainer boxes there i was like okay and he mentioned the guy at the store was like oh you're gonna open them he's like i'll see because he bought burning shadows and i think he bought two um champions path etbs and yes he did if i recall those were the three he bought And he had this stupid metal credit card. Those things are just stupid. I don't know why people have them. I guess you could call them cool. It's like, okay, but... mm, I don't care. They're very uncomfortable if you had them with a very thin wallet. Or if you're not carrying a wallet, that's going to be uncomfortable as hell. As well as scratch your phone if you have them in the same pocket. Um, Yeah, kind of don't really care. And... Also, does those things have protection against, well, stealing your information? I don't think so. But I don't know anything about them, so I don't want to say. And I was like, another person just buying. I was like, okay, fine, you're investing. But also, me, who loves to collect, but also open, I wouldn't mind opening I was like, yeah, investing, but... What would happen if you pulled more than one Charizard in the box? Then technically, it would be worth more than the ETB. And the money you would be investing would be a lot more. So in the long run, it's not too bad. Especially if you get a PSA 10 Charizard promo card. Then technically, that's going to still go up in price and probably reach higher prices than the ETB will ever reach. But, hey, I mean, I'm not their parent. I'm not the one telling them. It's like, do I know where he got the money? He's like, yeah, his parents. Because I know that kid wasn't, like, uh, <laughs> b- um, working. First of all, his, his voice was squeaky as hell. And then, okay, before you say anything, my voice is at the level where I can raise it and lower it at any p- pitch I want. And, yeah, I'm fine with that. So, and also we saw his dad up front with a giant truck with giant rims. I was like, that thing looks hideous. And how did short people even climb that? You have to use a damn ladder? What are you, a munchkin? So, yeah, I mean, did I like how when they were smack talking, the business owners, that, oh, it was too high, it was too... First of all, they're trying to make money as well. And second of all, Okay? It's like you're spending your money on packs. You know the probabilities of getting anything out of a single pack are like worse than gambling? Because card games are gambling. People know this. I know this that it is gambling. That you're risking your livelihood if you go balls deep into Pokemon investing with practically nothing. Yes. But, should you be investing in other things, like the promo cards? Yes. If you're guaranteed a card that will be going up in price, like Charizard Promo, the Arceus, Polkia, and Dialga Promo, or the Three Legendary Birds Promo, yes, invest in those cards, get them PSA'd, and then if you get anything else out of them, then invest in those cards. But don't buy single packs. If you buy one pack, then do it from a card shop that will sell it $3.99. If you're going to a Walmart that sells it for $4 to $5 and then plus tax if you live in a state with tax, then it's not worth it. Because you might get an EX or a GX or whatever freaking they're going to make next. And you could get a $3 card or get nothing. Or maybe you'll get the luck of the gods and pull a thousand-dollar cards. Guess what? Usually, never happens. Trust me. When I did, I lost all my luck during um, Lost Horizon. I think it was for Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I bought two packs every two week, uh, every week, and I pulled a B- Bigfoot every second pack that. Did I lose my chance of keeping those Bigfoots. Now that I want to build Cryptids. Yeah. But also it's like. You can't technically build Cryptids. Because. It kind of works. With other decks. And not with a single deck. For themselves. So technically I'm fine. I was like. Was I investing? Technically and technically not. I. I was technically. fluctuating the prices. So. When that happened. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But yeah I mean trust me doing selling cards isn't the easiest thing I, I should know after I quit my job from a, a location called James Burgers and Eggs if you come to Arizona don't eat there if you do they have good food just don't be using your phone when you order, or you're gonna get yelled at by this fat bitch or this old man and yeah I don't care they can fight me but I hate them a lot And they made my life there miserable. So uh, after I quit, I started a company called RetroPixel with my friend, uh, Jason. He'll never listen to my podcast. He never will. He never watches any of my content. And if he does, it's only because he was in it and because he's a pretty big narcissist of himself, like really big. So we created RetroPixel. RetroPixel. We, I went balls deep into investing, buying Pokemon cards, buying all this during the, during uh, Tapu Koko. I mean, during Gardens Rising, whatever the next set was, and then Ultra Prism, and I think I stopped during my first box of Lost Thunder. That's when I lost everything, and yeah, I lost a lot of money. Actually, I have went bankrupt because, yeah, I mean, I had to sell most of my collection. Oh, I kept most of the cards I wanted. Do I regret selling some cards? It was like, hell yeah, I, I regret practically selling most of them. At one point, I was like, okay, uh, I told my brother, take these cards. Do not let me take them or ask for them or nothing because I will end up selling them. And he took them and won't let me look at them even now. When I have a job and have a steady income coming in. And I was like, I'm glad. He, He kept his word. So, I don't like losing. So, better to never lose it. And so, the story is that when I went in, I went in full intention of making this full time. My friend didn't take it. He first time was like okay he bought a box of uh uh, xy evolution and then after that he didn't bother doing anything he didn't continue he didn't continue supporting the business he didn't do this he didn't do research he didn't do nothing he left everything to me and everything went down eventually after that i opened up my flipping it um on the second channel and I made a lot of money out of it. Actually, the biggest amount of money I made was $1,000. And that was because I I saved up a lot. And I eventually made the PC. I sold my pops that I didn't really care for. I sold my My Hero pops uh, that were really expensive at the point where before they were reprinted. Glad for that. And made a ton of money. And then with the other other money, I finally made my new PC that now is old. But yeah i mean there's a lot of things that could have happened and didn't happen because someone didn't go all the way in into the business and i mean if he hates me after this then go ahead i just don't care it's like i don't see him he doesn't want to hang out it's like he doesn't even want to be friends anymore and he doesn't bother to reach out or anything and when i try he either looks at the message or says okay or says something really simple last time he was when he was trying to sell me his Zeus. Uh, AA Divine Arsenal Zeus or whatever it's called. Should I have bought it? Yeah, but do I need it for my deck? Technically not. I mean, my deck is fine without it. It's technically just a card I would have my side deck. Because my Utopia Lightning, I can summon in mere moments the, from the first hand. And I can, if I'm second turn, I can literally take on my opponent in seconds. So... Do I regret a lot of things? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah, RetroPixel was an ambition gone wrong, because I couldn't control myself when I, okay, I was really into, I looked at the probabilities, the poll rates and everything, to see how much money I could make. In the end, I let that take over, and it went bad, it went south. Very bad. Eventually, uh, everything settled down. The moment I figured out, okay, I gotta control my money intake. Gotta take control this. I gotta control that, and I did. Uh, everything's going steady. I barely spend anything. I got spend a spending limit on myself. I move over um, spending money over to my PayPal account, where it's safe. And then I forget about my other card at home, so I don't have to use it. And everything's okay. I mean... Yeah. So... I mean... Yeah, I mean... Pokemon investing... Or card investing in general is just hard. Um, Magic... uh, Don't even make me start Because that was a horrible time. uh, When I started playing Magic. uh, I eventually... I do not own any magic cards anymore I, if i recall i sold all of them because i literally did not want to see magic anymore after what happened and then Yu-Gi-Oh. i'm still playing Yu-Gi-Oh. i haven't bought a pack in forever but then when i finally got my friends into it my first box i bought was phantom rage uh, well first box coming back i had bought uh you know relentless revenge and other boxes and then i went bankrupt again so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Phantom Rage? Awesome. Glad I came back. Am I addicted to it? Yeah, but now I stopped because... There's a card that is practically non-existent. And I haven't been able to pull. And that's like Tri um Airborne Assault. I haven't been able to pull one single copy of that card. And a lot of others. Es- especially Zeus. I haven't even pulled a freaking Prismatic. I don't care. I just want to pull one. And... I mean, I would personally prefer the Astral Language Utopia to fit my Utopia deck, but Toon Chaos is practically as rare as a fucking Jackrabbit or fucking Bigfoot because it's non-existent and the boxes are 123 and I don't want to spend that much on a guarantee of nothing. So, yeah, that is it for now. And then I'm also buying manga. Then I spend like 50 bucks every month, I think, on manga. So, a manga. A manga. sounds weird. But, (laughs) yeah, it's not bad. So, yeah, I think that's it for now. Thank you all for listening to the Krabby Club Podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode at 7 a.m. Every day, except for that one week. But, (laughs) yeah. Hope you stay tuned for the next episode, whatever it could be, and hope you enjoyed. Uh, come back. Uh, This is the first time doing an actual proper outro other than until next time. So yeah, I mean, just stay tuned for the next episode. That's it for now. Thank you all for listening and until next time.